We're mindless zombies spying into the craze, sold a bill of consumption that now we can't escape. They sell us happiness without any fulfillment. They feed us to control us, and we eat the stuff. Enough is never enough. The taste that makes us hungry for more. Enough is never enough of the stuff. Good evening, and welcome to Gore, a horror podcast to keep you up at night. I'm the Wicked Kitten, always getting into mischief, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, TV's Travis. You know, uh, my friends all call me Mo. You know why? Because when they give me money, I always ask for Mo. Uh, (laughs) Also with us is the endearing, the ethereal Faye. Hi, hi. And lastly... The dread you've been feeling since you hit play on this podcast. Dreadly. Well, that sure was a movie. (laughs) I couldn't remember the other line. Otherwise, I would have done another one of the Mo things. (laughs) Oh, my God. Those Mo lines. (sighs) So before we get into talking about this particular movie... Um, and it was a movie. Yes, it, it was a movie. That's it's one thing we can say about it for sure. Um, let's find out what we've all been up to. Travis, what you doing? What you watching? How you been? Uh, actually, pretty good. I finally finished Bioshock Remastered. Um, and that game was fun. Uh, I am really sad that it took me. Much like playing Alan Wake, it took me way too long to finally play the damn game. Um, I'm not very good at it, but I had a good time. I got better. Uh, it only took me two tries to do the end boss. so And the first time wasn't even my fault. <laughs> um, but uh, it's been that. Getting ready for uh, October month of Wait You Haven't Seen. October um, month? What happens in October? Well, people will have to tune in and find out. Oh, we're not even going to tell them? Because it's two weeks from now that they're going to hear this. <laughs> it's already happened. <laughs> Damn you, time. Well, How do you work? I, I hope you tuned in in the past. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have promoted this last episode. Oh, well. Probably. We're not good at this. No. I talked about it on my other shows, so. There you go. But that's been about it. Finishing up Bioshock, getting ready to play uh, Alan Wake again. I haven't played it in a couple of years. I'm ready to ready to dive back into that one because that game's awesome. Has it really been that long? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, watching all sorts of spooky, scary movies and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. And stuff. Faye. Uh-huh. Faye. Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah. what you what you watching? How you been? What's up? A lot of pain, uh, but other than that, uh, it's life I, is pain. Existence <laughs> is pain. Oh. Um, see, uh, I've been keeping up on She Hulk. I've been. Uh, I watched uh, They Slash Them. I actually oh. enjoyed that movie. That was pretty good. Oh, God, I gotta uh, watch that still. 
Yes, yes, you do. They, they actually did things actually fairly interesting and fairly fair. Um, other than that, I've watched this movie that we're going to be talking about. I watched the movie that we're going to be doing for Wait You Haven't Seen uh, and just surviving a dog attack. So, yeah. Aww. You're going to start carrying milk bones on you at all times? No, no, because it's reactionary technique. <laughs> no, this. I mean, if if any of the other dogs are like this dog, there was no way to distract. <laughs> wow! Start carrying a bat. Jeez! <laughs> oh, like ham hock with you at all times. Oh, just in all the shows that I've watched, all you do is you just throw a steak, a raw steak, at them. <laughs> yeah. This dog thought I was the raw steak. Uh, A raw steak in this economy? (laughs) Well, they're so comical looking in the cartoons. (laughs) Dreadly. Hi, hi, hi. So now she's actually having that stroke from earlier. Obviously. Yep. Uh, Quick, what's the nine one one? If you're hearing this in two weeks, please call 911 and send them back in time. <laughs> Somebody might actually call. Oh, no. I, I hope not. I hope our listeners are smarter than that. Well, what if there's a kid listening? And if you're a kid, you probably shouldn't be listening to this because you're oh, too please, young. Oh, please, No. <laughs> <laughs> You're too young. Although it's not like we get into like super Pink. crazy stuff on this show. Trust me. Yet. <laughs> well, you know. Like all of the movies that we've seen on this show, I've seen as a kid. And I'm yeah. perfectly how fine. Them, how many of them should you have seen as a kid? None of them. <laughs> but those were different pain. times. Yeah, I was smart enough to know it wasn't real. I think. Freddy's real, though, right? Because, like, he granted me a couple of wishes, and... Yeah. Freddy's my friend. Yeah. He's Same not Chucky. home. The mean old man with the claws. Chucky's my friend to the end. So Dreadly, how you how you doing? Where are you? All right. What the? Uh, well, you know the usual. Uh, not much actually. Um, what whatever you we do. I um 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 I hadn't expected this question. Ah. Huh. Um, I wonder okay. if you should start writing notes like I've been telling you. Since I have. The beginning. This, this is a bit monic. Oh, whoops! I don't know anything about comedy. I'll just let you go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, video games wise, um, it's uh, well. By the time this comes out, I'll be playing scary games. But uh, I did start a little bit earlier because it's not October yet while we're recording. Uh, but a friend of ours, uh, Kit London, uh, wanted to show us a game called a Mortuary Assistant. Oh yes. boy. Oh my god. 
You love so, it. I, um, I did. Um, I'm an expert at embalming bodies now, apparently. <laughs> I do not want to do that in real life, but there we no. go. Um, There's some the scary shit in that game. Yes. So uh, we played through one night. We survived. People screamed, not me, because I'm cool. But okay. So, <laughs> Travis was there for a little bit in the beginning. I was. And um, he, he left while you were still doing the tutorial and whatnot. And so nothing really scary happened while he was there. As soon as he left, though, the game switched. And I blame him, by the way. Um sure. And now all of a sudden there's there's just like we looked over and there was like a full fucking demon in the doorway and I screamed so loud. Yes. And there were even parts where I, I didn't even notice, but like the demon came peeping over a computer screen while you were at the computer. Yeah. I'll right after Dreadly had said, oh, luckily I'm safe in here. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there was some creepy moving, words. some creepy moving woman, uh, like in you know, bathroom. like you've seen in uh, the Grudge, maybe. Spider walk. <laughs> yeah, some. Yeah, I don't oh, like that. God. I don't like that. But like, so we're we're laying there in the in the weird like apartment, and like you just you're staring at the at the bathtub in you know in the bathroom. And it's, like, across the way. And, like, as you're looking at, like, you know, the top of the tub. Because you're laying, you're laying down on the ground. And just, like, all of a sudden, like, you just see a form coming up out of the bathtub. And it's, like, nope. fuck you, no. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. like, ring all over again. I swear mm-hmm. to God. I can't. It's instead of a well, it's a bathtub. Yes. Um, fuck that. So that was, that was a fuck no moment. But... I think one of the moments that really got me was just like, dread. Like I didn't even notice anything, and and dread was just like, <laughs> is that, is that a face? And I look, and there's a door that that he closed, and I'm like, no, the doors, the doors cracked a little bit. And as I'm looking at the door being cracked, you just all of a sudden realize that there is a face looking at you from the little crack in the darkness behind the door. And it's so creepy. Mm-mm. So creepy. Like uh-huh. it gives you those chills, you know, that just like. Yeah, it's, oh, it's no, just no, no, no. looking at you and you're like, how long have you been looking at me? Yeah, I don't know how long uh, that door has been open. Of course, if you move towards it, it closes the door on you. Yeah. And then the door is all, if you open it, it's all black Ah. Uh, anyway, that was creepy but fun. And then when we ended, Kit was like, "Well, that was actually a lame night. Uh, it gets crazier." Oh, yeah. like, okay. I heard my voice screaming. Ah. Uh, uh, like I woke up children in other houses down the street. Uh-huh. I'm sure I did. Um. So yeah, we'll definitely be playing some more of that. If we're still alive. Yes. Uh, I think we didn't play anything else because we've been... Uh, been no, no, not really any scary game. 
I've been playing a new Square Enix game called, uh, now I just want to see Diofield, but it's Diofield Chronicles, which has been uh, very fun. Not scary, but fun. Yeah. Uh, real-time strategy RPG-ish thing, but yeah. Uh, and movie-wise, uh, not much to say, but we did watch uh, Scream. And scary movie. Scary movie. I watched scary movie finally for the first time ever. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Ah, uh, It was actually no. quite good. The first, the first, the first scary movies were pretty great. good. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're good parody horror things, sure. Like I actually really had trouble while watching Scream because I forgot how much scary movie follows Scream, like scene for scene. Very much. So while watching <laughs> Scream, I expected things from scary movie to happen. And I was like, oh, nope, nope, oh, no. Nope, okay. nope. <laughs> nope. 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 That's from the other movie. But yeah, it was uh, it was nice to see the difference, too. I'm uh, looking forward to. I'm pretty sure I watched most of the second one, not all of it, but you know, yeah, yeah. My strong hand. <laughs> yeah, I remember Chris Elliott. I love him. Um, but yeah, and Tim Curry. Oh yeah, Tim Curry. Okay, I haven't seen enough of that movie then because I don't remember him very well. I remember Chris Elliott. He Chris Elliott did kind of steal the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With his strong hand. This yeah. is true. So I um well yeah. I got to play the mortuary assistant with Dreadley and and the scream and whatnot. Uh but also I started um I actually, I shouldn't say I started because I started and finished uh, season five of Cobra Kai. And can I say that that show is fucking amazing? Is that okay? Like, because it is. You don't expect that show to be any good. You think it's just going to be bad. And it's actually really, really, really good. So I hear that. I have not watched any of it, but I hear that. I remember my friend was watching it on like, it was YouTube red when it first came out. So I couldn't watch it anywhere. And I was like, you know what, whatever. And so I didn't get to watch it until I think season until it came to Netflix basically. And then I like, I started watching it and I just, I got hooked. I love the story, but anyway, but it's just like, it's still really good. That's all I can say. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, but go watch it. I'm telling you though, like season four and season five, every time they came out, I immediately binge the entire season because I can't help myself. And I really think that I will benefit when they change that structure because it's over way too soon. And then I like, you know, sweep the leg. <laughs> Basically. There's so much nostalgia in the show, though. So, if you love the Karate Kid, 
<laughs> you might also like Cobra Kai. I have not seen Cobra Kai. I have, however, watched the Karate Kid animated series. So there's a <laughs> what? There, there was Wait, a Karate Kid animated series from the late '80s. I've seen that. Whoa! Hold the phone. Where can I watch this? Now I need to watch uh, uh, that. I think I watched it on YouTube. I'll see if I can dig it up again. Does um, it have not... Mr. Miyagi? Does it have yeah. Pat Morita? Uh, oh well, God. it's not Pat Morita, but yes, it has Mr. Miyagi. Um, oh. It's Danny, uh, Danny, and Mr. Miyagi, and a girl are traveling the world trying to find a uh, a small statue um, that keeps <laughs> just barely eluding them. Like every episode is them almost getting it, and then it floats away off, tied to some balloons, or floats down a river, or something like that. And what the hell? It's that's not even as crazy as it is. Um, yeah, wow. that exists. I mean, it's no Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> and karate Commandos, I think it was. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 80s cartoons. <laughs> yeah. That's for damn sure. But I think it's time to peek around that corner and give you some highlights of horror news. Mm, yeah. Uh, did uh, did any of you see the viral marketing for Smile uh, that, that they did with MLB? Unfortunately. Uh, fuck <laughs> that. Like, the, the imagery is already creepy enough, and now they're getting people to stand in the ballpark during an MLB game and just smile and stare at the network cameras. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If I'm heading to my seat, like I get up to go grab a beer at the ball game and I come back and there's somebody standing there holding an umbrella, just staring off into nothing and smiling. I'm, I'm probably making them wear the beer and then going to buy a different one. I don't care if it costs me. $18. <laughs> that shit would freak me out. Oh my God. Cause it's now like, imagine it's- being a player. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play a game here. Oh, what? What? Oh, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> standing so there in the on deck circle and there's somebody right in your eye line <laughs> oh yeah yeah you're lucky the pitcher doesn't throw the ball at you or something <laughs> ah. i mean it's frowned upon to do that by the pitcher yeah ha, ha. nice choice of words mm-hmm. but yeah we gotta go see that smile movie because it's like just so creepy yeah, I yeah, I know. It's gonna it, it's effective. I'll give it that. It's <laughs> like yeah, it's just a slightly. It feels like a slightly different. It follows. Yeah, but it's got that that effective that feel going on for it. But blah blah blah. 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 Uh, speaking of different feels, uh we already discussed this last time because they showed us something, but then they gave us a trailer for Hellraiser. Yay! So last time, I think we discussed the uh, looks of new Pinhead. And now we actually get to see her in action and, more importantly, hear her in action. Yes. I gotta say, well it done. looks... Yeah. Yes. It looks and sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm getting more and more excited for it. Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. it comes out, what was it, the 7 or something? Something it's like that. Soon. So by next yeah. episode, we'll definitely it will be out. And uh, 
I feel like uh, we'll have been seen. <laughs> yes, I feel like we will have watched it by then. Yeah, especially given that it's on Hulu. Yeah, I have to re-up my Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> yeah, I have it as part of my Disney bundle. Hulu. I actually have two Hulu accounts, only because one is from my Spotify, and it's completely it's free, but it's also the ad one. And I hate I I was. I was like binge watching something and I'm like, I can't take all these commercials. I just can't. Cause it's different when you watch a show like week to week, or if you're just watching an episode here or there, but if you want to get through a show, you just, you can't. Can I, can I give a, a slight detour here really quick and rant about something just really shortly, but shutter and the shutter Amazon channel are not the same thing. And that's oh, very funny. No. Yeah, uh, I I do not like that. Uh, that pissed me off. Um, fi- figuring that out, like, wait, though, oh, cool, this is on Shutter. Oh, Shutter on Amazon. All right, what? You no, know, I'm not paying for it again. I already pay for Shutter. Uh, apparently, they are just two completely separate services, and that's yeah. some bullshit. Well, I yeah. have neither of those. No, poo. Sorry, but you could have the shutter on Amazon one. I think we figured that one out. But yeah, some people were saying because, you know, a lot of times you'll just sign up for something through, you know, when you're on your TV. And so I think a friend of somebody else that I know, um, they they weren't able to access like all the movies that were supposed to be there. And so I was saying there's just there's some kind of issue with that. It's a different like level. It's like a lesser. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I'm like, you want the app. The app has like such great, like, like the streaming feature we always talk about and everything. Like it's just, it's just better. Yeah. Anyway, I just so wanted like, to let that yeah. out. So I'm Agreed, done though. <laughs> Damn it. Shutter. Get your act. It's not shutter. It's, I blame Amazon really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, as a matter of fact, you say that. And I know it was just like, just real quickly. I'm just going to say, I was actually scared because I was I was going I was getting Peacock and I did it through Amazon, but it's not the same thing as that. It's just where you just subscribe through it to your through your Fire TV. Yeah. So I still get like the actual app and that's confusing. Like that makes it even more confusing because I had to double check that I was getting the right thing. But anyway. I digress. So there was a trailer for a new show coming to Netflix called The Midnight Club, which looks really, really super creepy. And it's about um, kids that are, you know, terminally ill and they go and they live at this place. And Heather Langenkamp's in the show. And honestly, like, that's just (laughs) so freaking cool. And I want to see her and stuff. So. I'd watch it just for her, but it also looks really, really creepy. There's all sorts of secrets about the house that they go to live in and they start finding stuff out. So I'm very interested in the show. Netflix it had some like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it, it it's one of the creators is Mike Flanagan and you know, house on uh haunting of Hill house, uh, hush. Oh, yeah. Um, all of that. I mean, Flanagan, that dude, I'm, I'm sold on him. 
Mm-hmm. So like seeing his name attached to it and it's got, I don't know. It's just got a, a really cool feel to it. It's got some, it's, it's got that Stephen King meets umbrella Academy meets like other weird stuff feel going on. Uh, I'm, I'm down. I like when Scott says he's down to clown and I'm like, I don't know what that means. I'm down to clown. Plus the actors, I mean, the, the, the kids they have in it look fantastic. Like they really, it looks, looks like a really good cast of people. I have no idea who they are, but, (laughs) but that's perfect. And and Heather Langenkamp. Yes. We love our Heather Langenkamp. There's the, TV series of Scanners and we all love Scanners especially when the guy's head explodes yep that was, <laughs> this will be a TV series of just exploding heads every episode <laughs> if it just, doesn't end with an exploding head I'll be disappointed just head just melons blowing up everywhere so it's it's been announced but they haven't started making it yet correct it's just been announced yeah I think that's yeah. what it said it just appeared on our Scanners Cronenberg is involved in some way, right? Like producer or something like that, I think. They showed his picture in the article, so that must mean something. I could read it. (laughs) Read? Who does that? Yeah, we're not here to actually give information to people. (laughs) What is this? We're not the news. Series writer... uh, Writers from Black Mirror, director of Lovecraft Country, will be involved. HBO Max. Yeah. Okay. HBO Max. That uh, sounds. Like it. it sounds interesting. You know what? We got to go through and watch all the Scanners movies now too. Mm-hmm. Oh no! It's <laughs> important. We got to go through and watch the Scanner movie. Then I guess I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, there's five of them. At least five that I remember. And the last link. What is it for? Oh, duh. I can read it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Scanners. Sorry, I was like, the link wasn't working. But anyway. Oh, and the final trailer. Hi, Bella. The final trailer uh, that we saw was for... A Knock at the Cabin, which is the new M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I don't know how to say his name. a ding dong. That's what I usually <laughs> say. That's why I don't know how to say his name for real. Shyamalan. But yes, Shyamalan. What um, a twist. Movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> look, I don't always run out to watch his movies uh, anymore. Just kind of the way it is, but this it really struck me as something interesting. It's got you know like it's got a queer family in it just just to start out, which is really I like that. Or are aren't they? That might be the <laughs> twist. Oh please, please, we don't need twists anymore. Jeez. Oh, he can't help himself. And He's even if he eventually does make a movie without a twist, people will say that's the twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the families goes to a cabin in the woods and they're having a great time. 
And then there's a knock at the door and it's uh what's his face from the other movie. <laughs> so and so from such and such. Isn't can, it can um you be more vague? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it wait a minute, isn't it Dave Batista? No? Am, yes. am I think just conflating two people who look similar? Anyway. But like it's creepy because it's daylight when they come and knocking at the door and it's like four people, which makes me think of us, which is at night and way more creepy, but still, you know, like, why are these people at my house? Oh, I did. You meant us like us four, because there were also four. But, also, okay. if I wanted to be more vague, Travis, I would be this trailer because that's what this movie looks like. It looks really cool, and then it's just like, we're going to need you to make a decision. And I'm like, okay, what? where is this going? I I don't know if I want to go on the really? ride of watching this movie. They, I thought the trailer explained exactly what was happening very well. What was happening? Go ahead, tell me. Uh, they have to choose, or the, the uh, one of them has to choose either to kill the family or the apocalypse happens. <laughs> I swear I did not get any of well I didn't get that I thought they stopped short of saying that apparently but I guess they said that jeez mm. oh that seems terrible mm-hmm. very terrible I don't well then I don't know I think that might make me less interested in watching this movie now mm. I don't know but I'm gonna watch it anyway because there's there were parts of it that seemed interesting. So we'll see what happens. Well, at least we know we need to rewatch Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> it's a good one. I, I mean, I love that movie. That's a good one. It's got big Dave Batista in it and I find him fascinating. So that has my attention, but I haven't been impressed by a Shyamalan movie in a while. So we'll see. <laughs> I haven't watched Aww. one since. Uh, Was it unbreakable? His. Yeah. I think that was the last one that impressed me. Yeah, you know how long ago that was? <laughs> Split was him, right? Split was him. I haven't seen Split yet. And yeah. Split is a continuation of Unbreakable? Yes, I know. <laughs> Same with Glass. That's a trilogy. <laughs> and? I'm just making a comment. I mean, that's wow. common. <laughs> it's known that, that that's my thing. It's known like they marketed it, especially glass as a trilogy. So I knew all that. I just haven't seen them. And now for tonight's feature presentation. Okay, team, we've been hired by these people to come up with a marketing campaign for their new product. Okay. How are we going to sell people this white goo? Is it a new shaving cream? No, 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 no. It's it's a kind of dessert. What's it taste like? Well, according to them, it's a completely new sensation. That's vague. Well, we should probably try it out first anyway, right? Hmm. Hmm. Yummy. Hmm. Yeah, that's quite good, actually. Hmm. Tastes like chicken. Are you going to have some, Dread? 
Oh, no, no, thank you. Uh, I'm on a diet. Your loss, more for us. Right, guys? Mmm. Oh, you're really stuffing your face with that. Can't talk. This is too yummy. Need more. Don't you think you've had enough? Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough. Huh. Well, that's a cool slogan, actually, so I'm going to write that down. Hey, keep your hands off my stuff. Need more. Enough is never enough of the stuff. Uh, guys, calm down. Guys, what's in this stuff anyway? The stuff. The Stuff is a 1985 satirical science fiction horror film written and directed by Larry Cohen and starring Michael Moriarty, who I love, by the way, Garrett Morris, Andrea Marcovici, and Paul Sorvino. The cover of this movie used to give me nightmares when I would see it at the video store. This is another video store thing. It was just so creepy looking, and it was the one with like the distorted contorted face mm-hmm. uh, I wish I had seen this movie as a kid because uh, that cover was the scariest thing about this movie <laughs> yeah yeah had anyone even seen this movie before because no okay no 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 yeah. all right well how did you feel about this movie Faye it's a movie uh... <laughs> Yep. Nah, it yeah, was, it was they all right. can actually claim that it was, unfortunately. No. <laughs> it was all right. It had a lot of the cliches. It a lot of times you were screaming at the why did you do this stupid thing? Um <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. I'm still confused at where the stuff actually comes from. <laughs> Yeah. It's from the core of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. That's trying to take over humanity and yeah. (laughs) Honestly, like if we're going to go there right away, uh, I assume it's alien of some kind. Like that's my first thought. Like alien came to earth, inserted itself in the earth. That kind of thing. So venom. (laughs) I guess. But growing. (laughs) And, and looking like somebody melted the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a big pile of melted marshmallows. Hmm. It's it's hard to uh, be scared of meringue. Um, which, <laughs> yeah. What the movie asked me to do. Um, uh-huh. So that's how, how do you feel about it, Travis? But I guess I mean, that's... <laughs> I... I, like you, had seen the the cover and the poster for this uh, a lot. I thought it was much more in the lo- in the vein of something like the Blob than it was. This is this is closer to They Live than the Blob. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's yet another '80s horror movie making fun of or a satire of commercialism. Um, and you know, it's, it's Larry Cohen. Uh, it's fine. I I didn't hate it. It's just like it's. It's dumb and it's confusing. The, there were several times watching where I'm like, "Wait, did did I fall asleep and miss a scene?" Like, <laughs> it, Michael. Also, Michael Moriarty. I don't think he was given a script. I think he just ad libbed <laughs> the whole fucking movie because nothing, none of his lines make any sense. 
And like, I, I was, that was the thing is I was so confused throughout. I'm like, wait, so they met on the set of her commercial and now I guess they're a couple. And yep. she, yeah, yeah. it made no sense. <laughs> she goes from being the head of the marketing, the person who gave the name, the stuff to this, this shit. And suddenly she has a complete 180 and is like, no, we got to get it off the market. We got to stop these people. It's like, yeah. well, huh? Yeah. What, where, 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 where was that conversation? I missed that part. Um, yeah. that you know, was, I, had um... notes, uh, I had notes I was taking. Like the, the first commercial made me want the stuff even less. Like that first commercial where just the woman staring at the camera talking about when she was younger, how she thought she'd never find anything she liked more than ice cream. But now she has, and it's the stuff. And I'm like, cool, I want nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> you know, even like uh, the first thing in the movie is the guy in the snow, and he sees, like, because when I see a random thing bubbling up out of the ground, my first thought is just shove it in my mouth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick your my... fingers in it and then put it in your mouth. Yeah, that was my first note that I take as why would you eat that? That's literally whatever. Why would you touch that with your bare and hands? Especially if that one dude might have lost his mind somehow pre-movie. <laughs> but then the second dude comes and the other one's like, hey, taste this. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, scariest thing in the movie is the food processing plant where there is not a hairnet in sight. <laughs> what? Not, what a about doggy? Net, not a hairnet, not a beard net, and not a pair of gloves in that entire food processing plant. They're just wearing the paper suits, but it's like, well, that doesn't do you any good. You might as well just walk around naked. Fuck it. Um, uh, filming, also this movie, do that. <laughs> yeah. Also this movie taught me that, uh, well, Sometimes eating shaving cream is the safer alternative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, okay, we're going there. I did. Okay. It was pretty cool, though, to have uh, Jason and his brother be actual brothers. It was yeah. Scott and Bloom. I know. Uh, by the eyes. Yeah, one of whom went on to have a very extensive career, mostly in voice acting. The other one didn't do nearly as much. Um, Brian Bloom, you've heard his voice in a cartoon or a video game or something that you've played. He has done a voice in it. He's got like Which 200. One? Is that the older or the younger? The older brother. The older brother who was originally auditioning to play Jason, but they thought he was too old. And so he suggested his little brother uh, audition and he did. And then they cast them both. And I love that because like, and they have, they have those striking blue eyes and they, they made it a point to show that a lot. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. And casting both their parents to have blue eyes was cool and and again striking blue eyes i I dug that um yeah i just i was confused at parts uh in the movie um but at the same time it's silly schlocky fun so whatever you know what about you um, i'm sorry there's also a point where jason can communicate with the stuff like (laughs) i guess while he's stuck in the tanker truck with it Mm -hmm. um he was like saying something about reasoned with yeah i guess i don't i was at that point i had kind of given up uh most of my thinking so (laughs) i was just like i don't even know what's happening anymore and and we haven't even gotten to paul sorvino yet oh god yeah that was another one of my notes was there's no way that guy gets within a thousand yards of that castle without just taking one in the brain pan some one of those one of those gun happy, trigger happy uh, wackadoos would have shot him well before he got anywhere close. Because that mil- militia was not so. 
<laughs> Aren't most? <laughs> yes, but even by movie militias, that was like parody level funny because uh, they were just crazy. So yeah, Dreadly, had you had you liked the movie or not? I was fun. Uh, as has been mentioned, there's some weird pacing or lack of. No, not lack of. It's over pacing, basically. Because uh, the movie just starts immediately. First scene, there's the stuff and we're eating it. Second scene, it's on the market and everyone's enjoying it. It's already there. Yep. Okay, that was without fast. Even the courtesy, without even the courtesy of a like six months later. It's just like, boom, here we go. It's on the market now. Uh, also, uh, props to the very amazing uh, title screen, which was just the stuff yeah. in white letters. And yeah, <laughs> it there was we go. like the generic stuff. <laughs> like it was generic. Time. All right, God we damn. need to put the title in somewhere. Oh, I just, yeah, just add it. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Just use the, the cheapest font possible. Uh, oh, <laughs> or yeah, the the whole uh, meeting a girl and uh, immediately there's a relation without us being informed of the, about this. <laughs> just, yeah, and also now, this could it, just be in one day. This has just been one day. There's no yeah, time. We, we have no clue the timeline of this movie. Like, oh. is, it, is it a six hour movie? Like, did this take place over eight hours, or are we talking weeks here? Um, one of the things I did. Uh, here was that the movie was initially longer um, and the studio wanted it tightened up a little bit. And so Cohen went back and cut it down to like an hour and a half to increase the pacing. As he put it, uh, his initial cut was too, uh, too dense. And um, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't yeah. quite know where that comes from, but okay. Apparently they found it in 2021. I doubt it's the version any of us has seen. But I'd be interested in watching the longer version of this. Maybe it'll fill in some holes or something. Beginning. I mean, there's a sex scene. There, are, there, there was a romance yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. There, there actually was in like the hotel, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because there's story holes in this, you could drive a fleet of Mack trucks through. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you don't say. It's just. Um, and yeah. the, the funny thing is, like Larry Cohen can write actually some good stuff. I did not realize until tonight, Larry Cohen wrote uh, the uh, the movie Phone Booth. I don't know if any of you have seen that with Colin Farrell. Yeah, it came out I've heard of it. came out where Colin Farrell's character is stuck in a phone booth by a sniper. Um, it's actually, it's not a bad movie. I had no clue. I did not realize that Larry Cohen wrote that. Like the same guy that wrote Maniac Cop and this movie <laughs> wrote Phone Booth. They just, one of these things doesn't feel like the others. Well, yeah, phone mood. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I've never seen Phone Booth, but like he's got like a very weird style. I think the first time I was aware of him was when I watched uh, Cue the Wing Serpent. Ah, yes. And that also has Michael Moriarty, and that's also where I fell in love with Michael Moriarty. Because there's just something about him like it's funny you said the thing with the script and that's how I feel. I feel like his entire personality comes out in his acting. Like, I don't think he's acting. I think he's just that guy in both of those movies. Because he's basically a very similar guy. There's just, I don't know. There's just something about him. And I guess he works a lot with Larry Cohen. 
yeah. Um, oh, uh, credit to uh, Michael Moriarty's toupee in this movie because it was doing some heavy lifting. Uh, <laughs> that was an incredible toupee that they got for him. Because could you tell? No. Yeah. I have no idea. He had hair. Um. <laughs> there was a movie we watched. Oh, we watched yeah. I don't remember. Uh, there were people. There was also Garrett Morris in this movie, who I love. He is one of the original six primetime players from yes. SNL. And that is that is a prestigious thing from where yep. I come from. From where oh, I come chocolate, from? Chocolate Chip Charlie. Chocolate Chip was, Charlie. What's, what's funny about that is it's a uh, spoof on Famous Amos, was what the character was created as. Uh, mm-hmm. And in this, Chocolate Chip Car- Charlie gets pushed out of his company by the board and then that actually happened to famous amos a few years later he got demoted and then basically forced out of his own company because famous amos is a real person um and and that actually happened to him and i just thought that was very odd and interesting i i learned about famous amos recently while watching uh and researching taxi for um my one of the other shows that I do, those were the days because there was an episode and Famous Amos is actually in it, and I was like, he was a real person that wasn't just like a character <laughs> created to sell cookies, and uh, so yeah, I learned more about uh, Cookie Magnate Famous Amos than I ever thought I would, and <laughs> sure enough, it was useful for this when I when you have Chocolate Chip Charlie uh, Garrett Morris is awesome though. Yeah, he's wonderful. That's like oh oh I get to use the cliched line of. That's life imitating art. Yeah. Uh, literally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, he is great. Um, I know I'm, I'm not old enough to have watched when he was on SNL, but like I went back and I watched like 75 to 80 just because it was a you different time back you. then. And it was great. There was so many great bits from back then. Oh yeah. We always talk about land shark and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> no, we always talk about sky shark. Now, now that's street sharks. Wait, isn't that from West Side Story? <laughs> no, no one. Okay. Um, I also I liked Sor- Paul Sorvino and Danny Aiello. Danny but- Aiello was fucking great. I'm sorry. It's the worst role ever, but he was great. And whatever that was, he was just that dog. Like, yeah, like it was, it was such a weird role. And so like, but I, I, I love the hell out of it. Uh, Danny Aiello is great. Yeah, he was so, and he was, he was delightfully insane. (laughs) You don't get to say that often, do you? But he was. Wow. And, and apparently Mira Sorvino is in the movie in the scene yeah. where they're all dead laying on the floor. All the people in the yellow jumpsuits, like one of them is Mira Sorvino Aww. because she just came on the set one day to see her dad and Larry Cohen was like, you want to be in the movie? And she was 18 and hadn't started acting yet. And so I think the, the quote from Cohen is like, I don't know which one she is, but she's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, and he he had he recently died this year. Mm-hmm. Paul Sorvino. 
Because I remember reading something from from Mira about her dad and and whatnot. Um, so he was a good one. Yep. You know, I don't. I couldn't tell you any other movie that he's in, but like I always like him when I see him. You know. Same thing with Danny Aiello, except I can name Hats and Hawk because that's just. You know. Well, I mean. You know, Paul Sorvino, I loved him as Eddie Valentine in The Rocketeer. Never uh, watched that. He was in Goodfellas. He, it, mobster movies, Never Sorvino's all over him. He popped up in a few episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. I think I think more than one. At least one. Star Trek Connection. Um, he played Harry Kissinger in Nixon. So, Never I mean, he's that. he's been around 174 acting credits. Uh, you know, he did a lot of, lot of good work. Yeah. And of course, yes, Hudson Hawk, Danny Aiello. I just saw uh, Danny Aiello recently in um, Moonstruck. He was great in that, too. Oh, he's great in Moonstruck. I love Moonstruck. Snap out of it. I'm sorry. I got to do the line. I don't even do it as New York as I should, but I'll work on it. Snap Uh, out of it. (laughs) She does it so loud. Oh, I know. It's weird seeing Nicolas Cage that young also. Just side note. Whenever I see him young, I'm like, that's just not... I don't know. He shouldn't be that young. <laughs> um, also, like... So, the, the part where the kid's hiding in the truck... Like, we'll go over that in the stupid things later. <laughs> but I just wanted to point out that, like... What are the chances that the truck that he's going to steal is the one that has the kid? I mean, it's not like there's one truck, right? There's like five of them. The the chances are non-zero, but very close to zero. (laughs) Exactly. Wait, somehow he gets even less that he steals the truck before it's loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Or fully loaded, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That yeah. kid was dumb. Where can I hide? Yeah. I'm gonna hide in this truck. That was my other note. Don't hide in a truck because no. That's no. Just no. <laughs> just just no. Just no. These kids. These kids. I like that they're called stuffies. I, I really like that we call them that. <laughs> but, uh, but, it's a small but. <laughs> They're not stuffies. I have stuffies over here. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. Stuffers? No, that sounds like something else. (laughs) Uh Keep going. Yeah. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Like the the stealing the truck scene now gave me the funniest scene in this uh, entire movie. Because when they're when he's taking off, there's a guard trying to stop him on a little barricade. But the barricade is like tiny. And like to the left and to the right of it is just open space. You could just <laughs> go around it. <laughs> so just imagine that guard being there like, ah, I'm on guard duty. <laughs> Should I mention something about all this open space? No, nah, nah. Fine. I mean, getting and then back they drive through, through him. 
getting back to uh, surprising that he stole the truck that the kid was in, he stole the truck because the kid was in it. Well, he was, I saw well, anyways, he was talking to the kid and because he, he, said he was already going to steal he was, it. He yeah. was walking up to that truck and then he just happened to hear the kid inside. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he stopped them from filling it up. And that was just like, like, I know. I, it, yeah. It's. Oh, and can we appreciate the whole, uh, <laughs> yeah. the whole hiding or walking behind a truck. And then there's one guard that's like suspicious following him. And then you just see the guard being oink, oink, and no one else notices anything. <laughs> Yeah, that's the um, that's the Indiana Jones style of infiltration. Uh, you just walk amazing. behind something, wait for the one person to come over, and then you knock them out, take their hat, and walk away. Always got to take their hat. Mm-hmm. And look, it, we're slagging on it because the the script makes no sense. But this is a a movie that was made for one point seven million dollars in nineteen eighty five. Like this is on the level of production. Uh, budget of like Roger Corman movies like Chopping Mall and it kind of fits in that vein mm-hmm. so yeah. you know it's silly oh, yeah. it doesn't make any sense I feel bad like it actually reviewed fairly well from the critics the problem was is uh, this movie was released in New York first because they didn't do just straight nationwide releases for all movies all the time so it gets released in New York, and the day it releases in New York, they have a hurricane come through, and none of the newspapers get delivered because of uh, the hurricane. And so nobody read any of the reviews. So it kind of half-bombed at the in the New York premiere, and that hurt it the rest of the way just because nobody got to read any of the reviews. And that, that, that kind of – that's a bummer. That's – Talk Maybe about a different a time. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, nowadays, you know, we live in a well, different world. <laughs> but if, if you think about it with the model at the time, the reason that it's a problem is if it doesn't do well in New York, other markets aren't going to spend the money on it. Yeah. Because they yeah. say, oh, it didn't do well there. I'm not going to spend the money to bring that to my market. And so the buyers aren't going to buy it and it hurts the movie. If it was a straight yeah. wide release, it would have been completely different. But you don't have that in a movie that's got a budget for 1.7 million. Like when your entire movie costs less than it, than to cast like Clint Eastwood, your movie's not getting a wide release. Not in 85. Yeah. That's a sad thing. Like this is still, you know, like you said, we're, we're slagging on it or whatever, but like it's, this is still a well-loved movie in the, in the horror community. And it's because of its, you know, silliness and craziness and because we forgive a lot for for our horror movies. Um, yeah, it's a B movie. Yeah. It's not. Oh, yeah. And it's not trying to be anything but a B movie. Yeah. And it does the great, the great, you know, it, like it, it did feel like Blob a lot of the time, too. Not mm-hmm. like in. Like, it was definitely more they live, like you said, but, you know, because it had the whole, the monsters, like a foamy, gelatinous thing. Looked like it belonged in a a, uh, tub trying to go for a little boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, it's very much like uh, like your 1950s kind of weird creature features where they just have some strange thing. It's all stop motion, miniatures, composite shots, uh, some of which look good, some of which look fucking terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's it's hard to make meringue look scary. And that's kind of what they were working with. You know what my favorite pie is? Lemon meringue. How did you know that? Because so many meringue pies are there. I'm telepathetic. I'm, I'm being. <laughs> so, do we have a body count for this movie? Did we count? I don't know. There's a lot of people. A lot. <laughs> like, I don't even know who. Yeah. Like, do we just count the people who died on screen? Even then, like the whole do factory. We count the factory. Wait, wait. Can we just look it up? Hold on. The factory where when the uh, when the army starts running in, the announcement over the, the loudspeaker is the perimeter has been breached. Uh, do not engage. Uh, follow, follow the standard. We have, yeah. <laughs> was I the only one who was thinking this music sounds like the A-team music at times? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that again is where it doesn't feel like a horror movie because the music is like like movie of the week uh, type uh, TV music. Like it's that triumphant. Yeah. A team is a perfect way to put it. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it felt like. So it's showing 30 to 31 and it lists the people, but I don't know. It's like, it says the first victim was Ben, the dog killed by the stuff. And then Mr. Vickers, the store clerk, a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff zombies. Yep. The plane pilot. Oh, yeah. Two yeah. more stuff zombies. A truck driver. A stuff zombie. Uh, 13 stuff zombies. Two soldiers. Uh, Chocolate Chip Charlie. The stuff. And Evans and Richard. Which that's assumed because they just made them eat a bunch of it, but then they left. So. Yeah, that was. Cops were showing up. (laughs) That was a definitely inconclusive. Like, why? Why? Didn't you? I don't. The ending made no sense. No, it made no sense. And they said that the ending wasn't even like on the original. What was it? The original release of the movie? Like that, um, what do you call it? When they oh, were selling the, it, the black yeah, market stuff. Yeah. That was like added on or whatever. And I'm just like. <sighs> really? I that couldn't. That up like a sequel. But then there was no sequel. Because No, the there, doesn't, there doesn't need to be a sequel. And there doesn't need to be a remake of it either. Let it stay where it is. Let it be. <laughs> because uh, like, honestly, a lot of uh, you can reimagine certain things, but this is a movie purely of its era and to remake it. You would lose a lot of what makes this a cult classic and makes this fun to watch. You would lose the, the bad effects as well as the good stop motion. Yeah. But we could get all the influencers to push the stuff onto people. 
that is the only thing that would get updated that might be interesting is the way they do the marketing. But even then, like I like, cause the thing with this was all of those commercials, I bu- I could buy that they were real commercials in the eighties. They did such a good job mm-hmm. making, they got the lady from the, where's the beef commercial to yeah. come in. And paid her, they paid her 15 grand to say one line and be on screen for that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Abe Vigoda, they had like the, the jingles and all of that. Like they were really well done. And I guess Larry Cohen wanted uh, for marketing. He wanted to just put those commercials out on TV for a couple of weeks before they put out any marketing for the movie, which that's kind of brilliant. And that would have yeah. been really interesting had they done that. And the studio didn't want to yeah. because and people studio. really want the stuff. And then just get a movie and they're like, ah, so yeah, I like it more than I like ice cream. Never. <laughs> It was creepy. But it. What's funny is like. Spot. So. And it's it's so great because all of the commercials for that, like they feel like real commercials. They also make no sense. Like, yeah, just a bunch of models in bathing suits and fur coats eating the stuff. Yeah. Welcome to the 80s. Yeah. I mean, you've seen The Running Man, right? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have a boardroom full of cocaine. Yep. <laughs> also known as the stuff. <laughs> that sweet, funky stuff. There's a catchy, it was a very catchy jingle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyone notice that uh, when when he goes to the quarry, he plants <laughs> one tiny little explosive that blows up three times? You mean he didn't plant three? I only he saw him plant multiples. He planted multiples. Because yeah. he only I tied the one seeing multiple. I yeah. thought it, I saw it, multiple. He planted multiple because he also yeah. was walking around with them on his ankles. Yes. I was like, what are you doing? Are you like, what? That was also yep. a scene where you're like, what? Where did you get that? What? How? What? No. What? Okay. He just okay. Had, he had money and could do things. Like he had the money for a private plane for some reason. Oh, yeah. And he got like $25,000 from the one dude and just took it and left and got who knows how much money from the ice cream, from big ice cream uh, on the yacht out in the water. From big ice cream. Yeah. I like the way that sounds. That was a, a fun little piece of trivia, though. The, the speedboat coming out to the yacht. Uh, that almost didn't work because they had actors and camera gear on there and it started to uh, sink. <laughs> oh no. Like, they made it to, they made it to the end of that shot just as the water was starting to rush onto deck and got everything off. That's, um, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. $1.7 million. See, but I would have loved, like, imagine if I had seen this as a kid and then this is like one of these movies that I watch, you know, every couple of years. Like, I could see that. I could see this being something I would have. <clears throat> oh, for Not sure. that I didn't it like was- it now, but 
I definitely, it definitely would have been one of my beloved movies and the quotes would be forever sunk in the, my brain. This is that movie. <laughs> this is that movie you get together with friends and watch, you throw it on and you watch it with a bunch of friends and just sit back and enjoy. Cause it's dumber than a bag of hammers and no one cares. Yeah. Good MST3K material. Oh, for sure. It's like, do they do? It's not, you know what? It feels like it's a little bit better than that, too. Like, I'd love to see Joe Bob do this. Yeah. On the show. Also, Garrett Morris, not on screen for very long, but take a shot every time he mentions that his hands are registered as lethal weapons and you will be drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh my god, how many times does he say it? Because he says it and he ain't ain't afraid to tell you about it. He says it a lot. Mm. Even to the army guys. Yeah. (laughs) That are holding guns at his face. And he just slaps him as he walks past. Like, get out of my way. I mean, at that point, we understand, you know, he's not talking to Charlie anymore. Oh, we know that now. (laughs) Oh. That is one freaky fucking scene, though. I'm just saying. His mm-hmm. face. Just, I'll never get that out of my mind. That face was just awful. Yeah. But you know what it's time for? The 13! The 13 is a specially cultivated list of tropes or our favorite things from horror movies. This list may change or be adjusted as time goes on and in real time because this is real life and the stuff is delicious. I must have more stuff. Did you guys, did you guys get some stuff? No? It's my stuff. Number one, kitty cat. No, there was a dog, but no cat. Hmm. Poor doggy. He was a good dog. Up until the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number two, Volkswagen. No. no. I didn't see it. Number three, scary location, time of the year. Summer I have no camp. Idea what time of the year it was because they found Beach. the stuff in the winter. Abandoned mental hospital, or they found it up north. Which was what I was thinking. Like, they found it. They found in, it. That's all we know. You know, Canada, Antarctica, whatever. Like, one of them cold places. And I guess if you, if you go north long enough, you will end up in, in Antarctica. Hey, look. All right. I was just <laughs> saying, somewhere cold. I assume north, but you never know. Um, uh, no though on any of that for this movie like no were we on earth is the real question honestly i don't know what dimension or uh no yeah i'm not 100 percent sure everybody seemed like they were from an abandoned mental hospital number four meta humor fourth wall breaks mentioning the title once or <laughs> twice they, yeah, they may <laughs> have mentioned the title <laughs> the, the title might have come up But also all the commercials. 
Yeah. It was definitely, um, well, it was definitely meant to be funny, right? It was sending the message with the comedy. Yes. I like that. Uh, also, it made me think of, um, you remember when, remember when everyone was real crazy for that Halo Top ice cream? That it was like always oh, sold out and everybody was just like, oh my God, it's so good and it's got low calories and whatnot. Yeah, I do. And all that. I could think of was this movie. Even though I hadn't seen it, I knew what it was about. And I'm just like, it's the stuff. I'm not buying I've, that stuff. I'll I've seen that movie. Dinners. I'm not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Consumerism. Number five, archetype characters. Crazy Ralph from Friday the 13th. Randy from Scream. DeCalloran from The Shining. Um... I kind of want to give Chocolate Chip Charlie a little Dick Halloran award because he's sort of there but doesn't do a whole lot and then disappears for a long stretch and then just mm-hmm. kind of shows up to die. Yep. Like he just shows up out of nowhere. And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, something doesn't feel right about this. And then sure enough, something wasn't right about that. Um, yeah. Seemed a little too easy. Plus, there was that really weird, tense moment with Paul Sorvino's character, <laughs> which I was like, ooh, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that part to happen. Okay, and then, then he dies. So I, I want to give him that. Um, outside yeah, of that, not really, I but... Could, uh, I can agree with that. The military dude. All right, sure. He's crazy, been, uh, crazy military. Oh, the crazy military dude, you mean? I don't know if he was crazy. Well, I mean, you don't just say military dude. He's a specific kind. Like, he's the kind that's like... He's the kind that could push you off that tower and you'd land right there. Because Mm -hmm. that's how gravity works. Gravity. It's true. Yeah. 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 Perhaps we should make up a Michael Moriarty award for whatever the hell he is in his movies. Because he is his own archetype, I've decided. So, because, wow. Yeah. It's hard to believe the same guy was the executive ADA in the first four seasons of Law and Order. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like the same person, right, to, to play that role in Law and Order, but, but it I've was. I've not seen Law and Order before. Uh, I think I've only watched SVU, but, like, now I want to go back and watch. He was he was in the first four four seasons of Law and Order. Um, now I want to go back and watch that. Oh, all right, I'm gonna go and I'm going and watching. Not now, later. <laughs> no, we're As stopping we the recording. Those seasons. Yeah. <laughs> also, archetype characters. The stuff is like the blob. It's stealing the yeah. blob archetype. Sure. Um. We'll go with that. Number six. Pointless boobies, weird wangs, moonies. Maybe if it was the longer cut of the movie. Giggity. Yeah. yeah. But no. no. Nope. Number seven. Telling, retelling the legend and or establishing the movie's rules. Breaking Randy's rules. This movie had rules? No. 
No. <laughs> no, this movie barely had a script, let alone rules. Come on. Yeah. Like money. It was amazing that the kid just knew not to eat the stuff, but nobody else could. <laughs> could well, tell that nor did they resist it. Well, yeah, but yeah. how can in the, the entire world so, it? so much stuff? Someone else must have seen it move at one point. Yeah, yeah but they had already eaten some of it, so they were already addicted. I mean, the original guy saw it bubbling out of the ground well, yeah. and still ate it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh, was yeah. seducing okay. people. It oh, was seducing yeah. people. Not in a sexual way. Maybe in a sexual way. I don't know. It bubbled in just the right way. <laughs> Bubble. Number eight. Dance sequence. Montage sequence. Uh, hey, there was oh, many yeah. montages. And the entire movie like, felt like a montage. You know, <laughs> the way it was cut. You're it not wrong. With the, oh with the God! Story. The cuts in this movie. Oh yeah, there, there are some cuts. Like uh, oh, I didn't mention it, but like the scene with the the wall, the the Nightmare on Elm Street room. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So before, oh God, there's. How can we forget that scene? So, two things about that scene. <laughs> when it attacks his face, she kind of jumps out of the bed. Uh, there's like, she's moving back, screaming, and then there's a cut of her doing something else, and then they cut back to the original thing, just continuing it. So she mm-hmm. just jumps places. What the hell? Pointless cut completely. Pointless. And then for fun, hey, lay still. I'm going to burn that shit off your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, no. Really, really Fine. Let me light it on fire. Just your face. face. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This seems like a smart idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. And that w- was, by the way, the same room rig that they used for Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. 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 And that looked good. I'll give them that. Yeah, I'll give it that. Definitely so looked like here. that scene, but with marshmallow batter. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was uh, quite interesting. But, like, <laughs> you know, like that looked good. Some of the other things in the movie, not so much, but you know, I digress. We'll get there. No dancing, but. Oh, no, there was dancing. I'm sorry. In the commercial. There oh. was 80s aerobic wearing dancing in the. Sure. All right. That counts. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to grab it from somewhere. Um, so, yay. Number nine. Someone does stupid shit. The movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Putting your finger in something that's bubbling up out of the ground with with no protection and then putting it in your mouth. Mm. That's that's number one. Number number two in my list is getting (laughs) in the back of a tanker truck. 
Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, even if I the stuff the wasn't going in there, something bad was probably going in there. <laughs> Oil. Yeah, not, not a good idea. Not smart. Oh. And when someone says, stay here, stay there. <laughs> um, whatever whatever the people in that town were all about that was just the stuff the stuff that town was just weird as hell they were no longer actually a town they were one entity <laughs> I guess so. I guess they all died? Is that what it was trying to imply? I think so. That's so weird. Uh, Oh well. They were being used as people husks. People costumes. Like an Edgar costume. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Everybody who ate the stuff was stupid also. There you go. Which they found enough people to end up burning it all, which is kind of weird. <laughs> well, they believed. They were addicted, but they somehow believed in the end. I don't yeah, know that how was you also do that. Quickly. It was also like, everyone's <laughs> addicted. Everyone's brainwashed. Hey, it's bad. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, fine. Okay. We're done. We're, let's light it on fire. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Burn it all down. Let's move on. Uh-huh. Hi. Eating some shaving cream? Delicious. That was, I mean, you know what? Didn't they had shaving oh, cream and not shaving him. gel. Okay. There was no shaving gel back then. Fine, oh. Mr. Ryan. Shaving, shaving gel didn't exist. <laughs> You had regular or new menthol. That's all you had for shaving cream. Well, I hope he had new <laughs> Imagine menthol, if they had then. menthol. Smell it without tasting it. <laughs> but given his options of eating the shaving cream or eating the stuff, he made the right oh, choice. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It's just at the same time, this movie is teaching me that eating shaving cream is the right choice. And I'm not sure that that's a good thing. <laughs> I love the kids' faces while doing it, too. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. And, and, and then why would you vomit. leave it behind for them to find out that it wasn't really that stuff? You had <laughs> to go vomitate, apparently. Like, that yes, was, in a uh, car. <laughs> that a stranger picked them up in. <laughs> that he just got in the car because the dude what? drives up. I mean, uh, look. Get in. No. Look, stranger danger is a real thing, but in that situation, again, the kid made the right choice. <laughs> uh, it also he makes did, sense in this movie because but... you start with him, you meet he meets the girl. One second later, they already had sex and they're a couple. <laughs> so it makes sense that he just kidnaps a kid and is like, Yeah, we're a family now. We have a kid. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, a convoluted and... article moment where uh, they're like, Oh, this kid. He apparently, you know, what did he do? Oh, oh yeah, he was yeah, front he trashed page the news <laughs> for trashing oh, he trashed uh, the supermarket. Market. Oh, that's front page news. That's like that's my sh- favorite part. I would like to trash a supermarket or something, like especially when they stack those cans for no fucking reason. And I'm like, why are you oh, doing yeah. this shit? I just want to kick it down. Oh. 
And that, that one dude. Mean, but I'm just saying. That one dude that's trying to save the stack by jumping and holding. T- <laughs> no, we spent like five minutes building this. No. Also, what the fuck is the stuff? Is it in the refrigerator? Is it in the freezer? Is it just in the aisle, like warm? Because I saw it in three different places, and that's weird. Yeah, it was. It was in. It was in open air refrigeration. It was in closed refrigeration. It was on top of other stuff. By the it way, was in that, the freezer uh, section next to the frozen food, and I'm like. I don't it know what you everywhere. want anymore. But none of them had different packaging. So I'm like, how do you tell what is what? It's all uh, that the store same. Clerk, that store clerk that dove in front of that, that was Eric Bogosian, um, who you've seen in other stuff. But he just was friends with Larry Cohen. And he's like, hey, you want to be in the movie today? He's been in like talk I radio. Like guy. Under he's Siege got that 2. cool hair. Yeah. Oh He's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, that was him. He he's just got a was, cool name, Bogosian. Under Siege 2. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for stipulating. You don't even have to stipulate. They're both trash. It's, it's important, it's important well, to the, the distinction there because the first Under Siege is watchable. Two is not. I haven't seen either of them in a long time i didn't even remember there was a two yeah that's the one on the train yep with yep. erica <laughs> elaniac right nope she's in the first one. Oh, then who's in the second one there's another chick uh it is a very young uh catherine heigl oh my god like like Seriously? 14 year old catherine heigl no way mm-hmm. i didn't even remember that at all Anyway, yep. going this. back to this movie, the staff. Oh, we were we we were talking about a movie, but yeah. So, yeah, this whole entire trope of a plot line <laughs> was my favorite trope. Number ten, solitude shots. So. I'm guessing the kid in the tanker truck, maybe. I don't know. That's no. This is just a weird movie. I can movie. really think of. <laughs> yeah. It's just a weird movie anyway. Um, number 11. Scary score, spooky soundtrack. It oh, had I music. Like the other jingle of the stuff. It's catchy. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough of stuff. But I like it because, like, that that extra of the stuff, it sounded like they they were rushing it into the song, you know, because it's like, enough is never enough. Enough is never enough of stuff. Like, like they almost forgot to say it. There's just something really funny about it. And then uh, there was the 18 music. So yeah, the jingles were catchy, but they're jingles. They're supposed to be catchy. If they weren't, (laughs) well, they would still be jingles. They just would be uncatchy jingles, uncatchable jingles that we'd run after. Untouchables, never catch. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
last episode you invented the word weakable, so why not <laughs> catchables? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember too much about the score. I was too confused with the rest of the movie <laughs> to concern myself with what it sounded like. The music so that must mean it was okay. It It's not really, I mean, it's, it's there's no real horror score either because it's just not that type of movie. Yeah. No. At no point are they playing music to set the atmosphere of being creeped out. It's just like... No. The eighteen, but it's definitely like I don't remember it being bad. So at the very least, it's just whatever neutral. I just plain don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number twelve, <laughs> final girl. Nope. Michael Moriarty is the final girl. I've decided. <laughs> I mean, there's a kid, there's a lady, and there's a dude. There's basically a, f- a new family. A final family. Um, so, no. no. Number 13. The Savini scale of gore. It's not the quantity of gore, it's the quality of gore, special effects, and monsters. So how many... Tubs of the stuff. <laughs> Containers of stuff. <laughs> oh, tubs of stuff. Tubs of tubs stuff. Of stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of ten. Do we, somebody, anyone like <laughs> Bueller? Anyone? Okay, you're, you're driving the ship here. <laughs> You're supposed uh, to four. Four out of ten. Four tubs of the stuff. Mm. I mean, that'll get you addicted, but you know. <laughs> Travis. Uh, I am going to actually say because there is some parts of it like the uh the the fake head for uh chocolate chip Charlie was really cool. Is it great? No, but but it's very good. Um, the uh, the moment where it's coming out of uh, like just some of some of those shots were really great. Some of the green screen work, some of the composite work was really poor. Like it was just poorly lit. It's very very obvious. Um, but it was like if uh, if the thing was made out of uh, marshmallow fluff. Uh, that's kind of what this movie was. So I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it six and a half tubs out of ten. What they 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 really tried some stuff, and some of it really worked, and oh boy, some of it did not. So you are rightly addicted to the stuff. Okay, six and a half tubs. Dreadly. I was gonna go for six for pretty much the same reasons. Some of the. I don't know how you to explain it. It's not exploding stuff. Like, you know, some of the heads popping and uh, when he punches like them. Uh, all, yeah, all those look good. The head at yeah. the end. Uh, as you said, was it great? No. Did it look like him? <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> you kind of knew what was happening. That's, yeah. that's Yeah. 
Yeah, I um, forgot about when uh, when Moriarty punches the one stuff zombie and it just knocks his jaw clean off. Like that was yeah. actually, uh, I liked that quite a bit. The explosions mm-hmm. were good. I feel bad for the guys that made did those special effects because apparently they got paid eight grand to make that building blow up, which was half what they were contracted for because Larry Cohen didn't like it. So he only paid them half. They only got paid $8,000 to blow up that building. Well, that seems weird. How can you pay people half of what you're supposed, what they're supposed to get? Well, it, they, so they, they actually took him to court over it and there was no, apparently no written contract. And so Uh, judge ended up ruling in his favor. That sucks. Well, I don't know how I feel about that, but anyway, I'm going to give it six tubs of the stuff. I, I liked a lot of the silliness of it and. You know, I liked when the stuff was leaving the bodies and how people's mouths and stuff would be all weirdly contorted and open really wide and stuff like that. Like, it was just, it was kind of creepy. It was mostly funny, though, but it was a little bit creepy. Yeah. And that'll wrap up the 13 for this episode of The Stuff. And now we'll play What the Hell Was That? It's where we play a clip from our next movie provided by our clip curator, Dreadly. Play the clip, Dreadly. I shot him six times! What? I shot him six times! I, I shot him in the heart! I, Can't have gotten very far. Come on. I shot him six times! Yeah. This guy! This man is... He's not human! Can you guess that movie? Give it a try next Friday when we post our gift clues on Twitter. You can do that by following us on Twitter at Gore Podcast. First person to guess it correctly gets a shout out on the next episode. Give it a shot. Actually, I've been thinking. Do you think we should let people guess from when they hear the show? And then if nobody gets it, let them guess from the, you know, get more clues on the next Friday? Yeah, people shouldn't be punished for knowing things. I was thinking about it because uh, Squatch guessed from from listening to the episode about the the ring, so he guessed early. You know, I thought that was kind of cool that he got it early, so he should still get credit for it and everything, right? Absolutely. And then, but like at the same time, I didn't want to mess it up if anybody was waiting until the gifts came out so maybe we should just make that a new rule that if you get it from the sound clip you can guess and then we'll still do the gifts and if nobody gets it from the sound then we'll we'll pull it from the clips or the gifts you know what i'm saying sure you get what i'm saying yeah thank you squatch for getting it uh no emails this week we do like emails, so if you would like to email the show, I just said email like four times, by the way, uh, you can do that Again? at gorepodcast. saying email if you email us. Yes. <laughs> what was that? What was that email address again, Dreadly? That, that would be gorepodcast13 at gmail.com. 
Wow, that seems really convenient. Like, easy yeah. to remember and everything. Yes, because we're a podcast called Gore, and then there's 13. We have a Patreon, so if you'd like to support us, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash gore13. And another reminder that if you have signed up for the Patreon, you'll be able to partake in our once a year, well, starting at this year, but once a year movie watch night. Yeah. Well, yeah. Halloween bash. Yeah, whatever the hell we do. Basically. Yeah. You yeah. watch a so, movie with us and you enjoy it or else. Yeah. I was going to give you all the, the deadline of, of the first, but um, it might be possible actually that it, that, that won't matter with some changes coming to Patreon. So, you know, as long as you sign up before then we'll, uh, we'll work it out and you can be there for a little movie party. There you go. It'll be a lot of fun. And that'll be for everyone at every level for the month of October. Wait, we decided on a date for that, right? So I'm just going to say the date. It's going to be Friday, October 28th. Will be October's monthly party. Well, enough of that silly stuff. Travis, where can people find you? Uh, Easiest place to find me is Twitter, at TVsTravis, or TVsTravis.com. It's very concise. I need a website. Faye, where can people find you? On Twitter at Chibi Faylin. And finally, Dreadly, tell people how they can travel to the bowels of hell to find you. Well, people can just uh, travel to the website called thedreadzone.com and find all my linkage and stuff. <laughs> Giggity. Mm-hmm. And where can people find you? Good, good, thirteen. <laughs> well, you can follow me on Twitter and Twitch at Wicked Kitten Thirteen. Um, you can check out my Hearthstone podcast called Hearth Casual, and my Heroes of the Storm slash Women in Gaming podcast called Q for Fun. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope we made it a little harder to fall asleep tonight. Was that good? Mm, Yeah, me. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 